We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The NBA, as always, will cover FanDuel, DraftKings, and Yahoo for you out there. Hope everybody... Had a good night last night. We're coming off a good six-pack on Wednesday, so let's keep the ball rolling here on Friday. Before we get into things, guys, a couple things. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you're new, welcome in. If you're an old-timer, should already be subscribed. If not, make sure you hit that button. Also, hit that thumbs-up button. That's the tip jar here in the Fantasy Bar. It greatly helps us out on YouTube, and I really appreciate it, guys. And last thing before we get into plays, make sure you get over to FanDuel and check out the single entry series presented by Roto Grinders. Just a $3 buy-in here as it states. Everybody gets one lineup. I will be playing in that contest, so bring it. Get your best lineup in there. Play against me and the boys over at Roto Grinders. But six weeks of contests, your top four scores count each week. And at the end, a chance to win $10,000 on top of what you win during all of these tournaments. So a great tournament, a level playing field for everybody, and a buy-in level at $3 that anybody's bankroll can afford. Make sure you get over and check out the single entry series presented by Roto Grinders. All right, let's get you some plays you can use there and in other places across the industry. Let's start at the point guard position with Reggie Jackson of the Pistons. So Detroit really going to be shorthanded here tonight. They're going to be missing a lot of bodies, and we'll just run through some. Andre Drummond was traded to Cleveland. Derek Rose, once again, out of the lineup. Luke Kennard. Not going to play once again. Obviously, Blake Griffin on the shelf. Tim Frazier was waived. We could go on and on, but they're going to be down to eight or nine bodies here. So Reggie Jackson, a guy I want to make a priority in my lineups. And hopefully you had him the other night. Put up a huge number. Price jumped up a little bit, but still some value here. I mean, the dude took 24 shots in that last game. Add that to the nine assists. You easily get yourself over 40 fantasy points with that many shots. Matchup. I know it's Chris Paul, but when you dig into some of the numbers, Chris Paul's not been as elite a defender as we've seen in the past. Oklahoma City, bottom 10 in defense versus archetype, defensive efficiency, middle of the pack in fantasy points allowed. So I think the public maybe looks at this matchup, shies away a little bit. Not saying Reggie Jackson, not going to have ownership. Going to be pretty highly owned here tonight. 
I don't care. I love this spot for him. Get a little bit of revenge narrative as well. The cherry on top. But a thin Pistons team, a guy that's going to take a ton of shots here and be the main offensive producer here for the Pistons, Reggie Jackson, even at an elevated price point, going to be a staple on my Friday night lineups. All right, let's go to power forward center here next with Bam Adebayo of the Heat. So Bam playing extremely well. is really deserving of this all-star nod he got here today, but we're talking about 40 or more fantasy points now in five of the last six games, and not just scraping by 40, 47 or more in three of those games, and it's hit 50. So we know the upside, massive with this guy, the floor, right where you want it to be. You're paying 8K, 8,200. You want those 40 fantasy points in cash games? He's giving you that every night. And you want the upside in tournaments? He's giving you that as well. The six, seven X returns on these salaries. Why? Because he's hitting every category in the stat sheet. And we don't think of him as a facilitator. Nine or more assists in three of the last six games. So doing everything for this team. And you run some of the numbers in a very limited sample here, but without Jimmy Butler, without Tyler Hero, Without Justice Winslow, who was traded, Miles Leonard, you run those numbers, Bam jumps off the page at 1.73 fantasy points per minute. Again, very limited sample. Do the math here. I find it hard to believe Bam doesn't get to 40 again with upside to get you into the 50s and 60s here tonight against Sacramento. All right, let's go to the mid-range with some value here. Shooting guard, small forward, Tim Hardaway Jr. of the Mavericks. So injury situation to keep an eye on. We record this earlier in the morning. Obviously things change, but we'll see. We know Luca is out. Porzingis questionable here. I like Hardaway regardless if Porzingis plays or not. If he's out, I think Hardaway becomes a main priority for me in my lineups. Porzingis is in, still a guy. I want to have a healthy dose of. We also have guys like J.J. Barea, Seth Curry questionable once again here tonight. So those guys are out. It's more minutes, more opportunity here for Tim Hardaway Jr. But again, regardless, the matchup is really what I'm after here. Washington, we know, plays at a very high pace, plays very little defense, and scoring wings have had their way with the Washington Wizards, one of the worst teams against this type of player. Pace up spot here for the Mavericks. Hardaway playing pretty well here. We know the ups and downs of his game, but I'm looking at the ceiling potential here against one of the worst defenses in the league at fair prices across the industry. Here for Tim Hardaway Jr against Washington. All right, let's spend some money. Small forward, power forward, Jason Tatum of the Celtics. Now another guy like Bam playing well. I mean, lock in those power forwards on Fanduel. Bam and Tatum move on. 40 or more fantasy points now in six of the last seven games. And it's been a carousel of injuries here for the Boston Celtics. Once again, have some of the bigger names questionable tonight. Kemba Walker, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, all questionable for tonight. Daniel Tice, not going to play here tonight. So whether these guys are in, out, does not matter once again. But let's pretend all three of these guys are out. Jason Tatum's usage is almost 40% in this scenario. So two of them play, all of them play. Tatum is still playing well. And if all three of them are out, Jason Tatum, just going to be a lock and load. Lock button play, move on. The Hawks, no matter what category we want to look at, fantasy points, defensive efficiency, defense first archetype. We could go on and on and on. The point is, you get it, Atlanta terrible defensively one of the best matchups there is out there pay the price get jason tatum here in your friday night lineups all right let's get you some value at shooting guard small forward ben mclemore of the rockets so we know russell westbrook not going to play here tonight i don't need to put james harden here in the six pack no westbrook you play harden how do you offset some of that cost you also play a guy like ben mclemore who i expect to be right back in that starting lineup tonight 
without Westbrook in there. Played very well the other night, played a ton of minutes, and I know they added Robert Covington, some more guys that can score the basketball, but if I can get 30, 35 minutes out of Ben McLemore at near-min prices, I'm taking advantage of that. So, makes him easily my favorite value here in cash games, tournaments. Phoenix, a good matchup here, whether he's playing the one, the two, does not matter. They are bottom 10 in both categories in fantasy points allowed. McLemore going right back to the well here. Some people may shy away from last game. Hey, Westbrook was back. McLemore's going to hit the bench. But Westbrook out. McLemore back in there. Take advantage of these cheap prices and a good matchup against the Phoenix Suns. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play of the night. Before we do that, guys, we're going to continue to run it back with the Beast of the Night contest. Absolutely free to enter. And this is a thank you to you guys for watching the video. Make sure you've subscribed and clicked that thumbs up button as well before you enter. But all you have to do is give me fantasy points on FanDuel for my Beast of the Night. Closest guest is going to win themselves three free days of Roto-Grinders Premium. Gives you access to everything, every sport. Yes, we have the XFL as well, so we'll give you access to that in Lineup HQ. But tons of stuff for you to get in there and check out absolutely free. Again, all you got to do, watch the video, thumbs up the video, give me your guess and FanDuel fantasy points for my beast of the night. Now, who are we guessing on? Let's take a look. Favorite play for Friday night. You know him as the beast of the night. All right, Beast time. We still owe you a center here over on FanDuel, and you can use them there on DraftKings as well. But easily my favorite play of the night, DeAndre Ayton against the Rockets. Tonight's Beast of the Night. So my biggest question when going over this slate is who the hell is going to guard DeAndre Ayton? P.J. Tucker has been playing the five. Robert Covington, a very good defender. Is he going to be able to contain a guy like DeAndre Ayton? So the answer to me is nobody is going to be able to contain this guy down low and he has been on an absolute tear of late four of his last six games have been 50 or more fantasy points here and when you use james harden you use some of these rockets you stack him up he is the correlation play that i want to run it back with devin booker a fine option i think deandre ayton absolutely dominates the paint just dominated a big guy like andre drummond so what's he going to do against undersized guys like Covington, like P.J. Tucker, whoever else they may try to throw out there? I think he goes for a 20-20 game. We're going to go big. We're going to go bold here on Friday night. DeAndre Ayton, I think, ends the night as one of the highest fantasy point producers here on this slate, making him easily my favorite play of the night and tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that'll do it for Friday night in the Fantasy Bar, talking some NBA. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope it was helpful have any comments questions feedback that comment section right below the video that's there for you guys can also reach out and follow me on twitter at beermakersfan don't forget get your entries in to the single entry series come play against me over there on fanduel only three dollars also your guests on deandre ayton's fantasy points on fanduel in the comment section for your shot at some Roto-Grinders Premium. For Roto-Grinders.com, I am Beer saying salut, guys. Best of luck tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll see you right back here in the Fantasy Bar next week. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
everybody. Happy Friday and welcome to Grinders Live over here on Roto Grinders. I'm Eric Crane, joined by Big T, Tony Niehaus. Tony, NBA trade deadline is over. The chaos seems to have calmed down a little bit from a player movement standpoint, but uh, we got plenty of chaos on this slate today. First, man, how you doing, brother? Going good. Yeah, I mean, we got another big slate here tonight and we got, I mean, there's many good plays tonight. It's one of those slates where you're going to have to not play a few really good plays just because of how many good plays there are. And, I mean, we saw the new Houston lineup last night, the new small ball lineup, get a W at the Lakers. I'm not as convinced long-term, but short-term, man, whoo, they're going to play up in pace. And with Westbrook out tonight, too, it's going to be an interesting slate. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I actually think you could fade Harden, and I almost never do that on slates like this. But the, like this, like you said, the six to eight k range, man, is just completely loaded. Like it's crazy. I mean, we've got eight games tonight. It feels like it's like a fifteen game slate with how many good plays there are. Yeah, I mean, there's so many good plays, and uh, I agree. Like, I don't think I can fade Harden, but there's so many good plays that you could definitely make a case for it. And you never know. I mean, if the game blows out, he's not going to get there. More than likely, if there, there's tons of things that could happen to where he doesn't get there. The problem is with no bigs and no Westbrook, man, it is going to be very hard for him not to get bare minimum in the 60s. I mean, his floor has got to be 65 or something. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are going to be some other good plays that we're going to like. Of course, Harden is in the best spot just because the game against Phoenix we know is good. Um, no Russell Westbrook tonight, as you can see right here in the situation room. The question is, if you play Harden, you can't play a lot of these guys in this mid-range. And I think – that Ross construction on both sides is really interesting tonight because as you can see, like just sorting by point per dollar here, like we've got some cheapies here, but guys like Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Devin Booker, who I don't like as much today, Ben Simmons. I mean, all these guys are great plays, Tony. Like you said earlier, you're going to have to fade some guys tonight that you are not comfortable fading. And I, I think it's really interesting. And, I mean, you're going to fade guys that go off. So, this is not the night where 10 minutes into the slate, Bradley Beal's got 25, and you're like, oh, shut the shut the laptop tonight, Bradley Beal. He's <laughs> going off. Like, you're going to – I mean, people are going to go off that you're not going to have. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those slates where you're going to have to outscore them, and you just got to hit all your guys. This is one of the reasons I don't, like – sweat the same way other people do like with plays like it's that. the crazy i swear it's the craziest thing everybody you gotta understand i'm sitting at the roto grinders party <laughs> tony i'm not exaggerating he's got what almost 100k in play and we're watching this game and i'm like so how you doing man and we're sitting right next to each other and he's like i don't know i gotta be doing okay I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? You don't know how every dollar that you're winning? Because me, man, I got the phone up, and I ain't moving it, man. It's like in front of my face. And Tony's just like, if you guys thought Tony was a cool customer, I can confirm that it is the truth. Because it was. I'm not kidding you. Like, I never believe that anybody does that. And meanwhile, here's Tony just watching the game. Man, that was good for me. Well, okay, that probably wasn't so good. And I'm like, you've lost your mind. Like, I, I don't know if, like – would you have some of that good stuff before you got to the party? I don't know how you can do it, man. Like, that was crazy. I do that every night, too. People don't ever believe me. Like, the only time I usually check it is by pure accident. Like, I pull it up and just, like, you're used to randomly clicking it and, like, it comes up and then I get mad because I saw it. Whether it's good or bad, too, it doesn't really matter. Like, 
if it's good, I almost don't like it as much as if it's bad. So I don't know. That's just how I like to sweat it. I, I, I obviously know who my guys are, so I'm still rooting for my guys. I just don't – I don't know. I don't like to sweat it where you're looking at your thing and it's on the cursor and it moves up an inch and then back and then you're on the pay line. I, I don't know. I just don't – I don't like sweating it like that. You're a sick human. I love that, like, somehow. I didn't like that fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. No, I, know, I, I wasn't a cool customer in that fourth quarter. I mean, hey, I was trying to keep your spirits up. This whole time, I'm like, that's all right. Oh. We're going to get that bomb to Debo now. And uh, <laughs> You were. You, you did do good. I'll give it to you. You tried <laughs> to boost me up. Yeah, I bet it did not work. It did no. not work. We were stuck there with bad brisket in a good football game. That's just the way it works sometimes, though. But, uh, yeah, so Tony's not going to be sweating his game tonight. And, you know, as he was saying, there are going to be some guys that go off tonight that you don't have. And like Tony was saying, that is okay. But t- you know what we're going to get tonight, Tony, though? We are about, what, six hours until this slate will be over. We are going to be getting everybody on the old Twitter saying, I can't believe I scored 340 points and didn't catch. Yeah, we know – we know you scored a lot and didn't cash because tonight's slate is going to be really, really, really high scoring. And, you know, when there are more games, that's the case. When there's a lot of value, that's the case. When there are a lot of guys out, that's the case. But, Tony, tell the people, man, don't be surprised if they put up 340 and don't cash. That's another thing, too. I know that you just talked about how I'm a cool customer and stuff. But, like, I don't understand it. Like, even when, like, newer people will ask us, like, what's a good score to score for NBA or NFL or I really like, they think I'm joking, but I honestly don't know. Like, cause it doesn't matter. I just yeah. think it's the worst. Some nights it'll be three twenty. Some nights it'll be four twenty. Like I li- it literally has n- in six years I've played or however long we played now. Like it's never crossed my mind like ever. Sure. I know that each player I want to get like between five and seven X or, or something like that. Like I root on it like that way. But as far as total score, like, it never even crosses my mind. I just root on each player by itself. Yeah, and, you know, when – I know the old formula as well. If you have 6X, you're doing well in DraftKings. 5X on pen. Throw all that crap out the window. I mean, and when I said that, though, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm crushing. Like, that's just like the bar where you're like, okay, yeah, that, that guy did pretty good. or that. It, it's not like I think automatically I'm going to cash or something just by hitting those numbers. Yeah, especially people the, that are the worst are the ones. Oh, I got three eighty, and I wasn't even close to like. Uh, guess guess what, everybody? If you got three eighty, chances are there are a lot of other people who got three eighty too. <laughs> just I'm just everybody's yeah. like, man, I played all the best plays. Everybody was forty percent. <laughs> I hit three eighty and didn't win. It's the, it's the most stunning thing ever. It's, it's like, always the nights too, where like everyone goes off. It's like, well, what did you think the scores were going to be? Yeah. Every person went off. Yeah, all my guys went off, but so did all those guys that you yeah. faded. And at that point, you just gotta you just gotta take your medicine. Man. Earlier, I think it was last week or earlier, whenever it was, I, I had like a fire sign next to all my guys went off, but I faded. Like I faded Porzingis, who got like sixty. I faded like a couple other guys that got. So it makes sense to me because we've been around it. But I mean, imagine getting in there and seeing all fire signs and just having no chance. Like I cashed, but having no chance to. No chance to win anything because you faded a couple of the highest highest scoring guys. I got a buddy, my buddy Greg, he does that. Like, and he might be watching. What's up, Greg? Because like he'll like text me, all my little dudes have fire, and I'm and I'm not winning anything, or I'm winning four bucks, and I'm like, everybody's crushing. That's just how it NBA's hard right now. I mean, I'm just like if you have the chalkiest guy of the slate that's eight K gets like sixty and he's fifty percent owned and you don't have him, like you're going to have a hard time winning that night. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, yeah. 
It's the, I don't care who you got. If a 50% owned guy gets 60 and you don't have him, you're in all trouble. Right. Yeah. See you later. I, I love the people in the No chat matter room. what you got, too. You could have all fire. You could have whatever you want. It's just going to be hard to get there. Yeah. The people in the chat who say stuff like, that's because they have bots playing the games. One, I don't even understand what you mean. Two, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. So, uh, yeah. What? Hey, we haven't talked about the dude who is tweeting you. Remember when we all we were all hanging out in the Roto Grinders office a week ago, and we'll get to the slate here in a second. It's only you know an eight game slate with a million plays. We got plenty of time. But you know the guy tweeted you because it was a picture of like me, you, JSU, and who else was it in there? Oh, Kyle. We were all just in there like on our own computers making lives, and people are like, "Oh, well that that's disheartening to me." Like, can you explain to me like what that dude was? I, I told the guys got to grow a pair of balls. Yeah, yeah. I just, people, it's again, I just talked about how people wouldn't believe me when I say it, but like random people, if they saw that picture where there's five or six of us in there, all with our laptops, they don't believe it, but we literally, there was no, there was no disputing whatsoever. You people would never know, believe that though. You don't want to know who the only guy that we actually spent a lot of time talking about. Yeah, Josh Jackson. And none, Josh Jackson and none of us played him any crush. Like, that was like the one that I keep, I kept looking up. There was literally no collusion, though. <laughs> but no one would believe that, though, if we flat out just said it. Like, they wouldn't believe us. It wouldn't matter what we said. Oh, man. Like the, uh, you know, the Why would we sit there? I mean, I could talk about We could talk about this for literally hours. Hey, it's our show. They're not Why would we? Like, I don't understand why I would play the same guys as all of you. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it never made sense to me, but. Oh, look at De- look at Devin messaging in 11 minutes in, guys. We got a lot to get to. Look at the deep. Did he tell us that? Yeah, he just sent us that message. Oh, these people, I swear. We're trying to let the people know what's up. We're trying to let the people know how the industry works. Um, I will say to the guy that says, I tell people to play higher stakes games, $100 or more, because the less people, the better. That's terrible advice. Um, the high stakes are brutal this year if you want to do that. Join some of the later. High stakes are always brutal. I mean, yeah. this is a whole different show we could do. I mean, yeah, your chances of winning are better. You're probably going to win more, but overall, it's not yeah. stick if better you were, at all. Honestly, guys, stick to the single interest. Stick to the single entries. Stick to the tournaments that spawn a little bit later in the day. Smaller, better chance to win. I've actually had a lot of success doing that, which is. Um, that's a really great way to build a bankroll. All right, Tony, let's get to this slate because we do not want to get kicked off by the D train. If Devin just like kicks us off air and he says, I'll talk about it myself. Well, that's not cool. I might have to cross him up again. I might have to beat him down on the basketball court again. That's just, uh, Oh yeah. Was yeah. he guarding you in the matchup? Nah, he didn't want to guard me in the matchup. Are you Uh-oh. kidding me? That's why I told him he was going to be de-sprained if he had to guard me. It wasn't going to work out very well for him, but, uh, all right, let's talk about this slate. We were talking about Harden earlier. You can see right here at the shooting guard position, James Harden, um, I'm not sure where he's at. Oh, I've got the wrong slate pulled up because that's how it goes sometimes. But he's priced all the way up over in DraftKings. And, of course, that's perfectly fine. We're seeing a projection of 5.7x as we were talking about. That is a huge projection on a guy at 12-1 with Russell Westbrook out with the matchup. One of the first questions you have to ask yourself today, are you fading James Harden or not? It is a tough fade. At the same time, I like a ton of guys in the mid-range. And when you play Harden, it sort of forces you into a certain build. What are you doing with Harden today? So for me, I got one main team on both sites, DraftKings and FanDuel, where I'm just playing him. Like, I, you got to decide. You're either going to play him or fade him. Sounds simple, but it's not that simple because he's 12K, like you said. How much is he on FanDuel? He's 11-8 on FanDuel. You just got to decide. There's so many good plays in the mid-range. 
So you got to decide the, the direction of your build. I just can't – I can't fade it. I mean, with Westbrook out, the style they're playing, no bigs. Against Phoenix, who also – they don't worry me much as far as – I mean, Aiton's played good, but he doesn't worry me as much as, like, AD did last night with being able to guard and get – and play offense. So – I'm just playing him, and to be honest, I think I'm playing Tatum too. Like, I just think they're the two – I just think they're clearly the two best plays. I mean, Boston's got a few guys out. Houston's got Westbrook out. Tatum's against Atlanta. I know they're 12K and 8,100. Tatum is 83 on FanDuel. I'm just starting with those two and just figuring it out from there, though. Okay, so let's just take a look at how these lineups look. Because, they're, like I said, there are, different, there are a few different ways you can go. We can throw Tatum in there, and then if we throw Harden in there as well, all of a sudden you can see we still have 57 left over per guy, and that's enough. Like, there are some other guys in that 8K range. Like, I think that range as a whole, especially over on DraftKings, which is where I'm playing tonight, is really, really strong. I mean, guys like Porzingis we talk about, Aiton. Um, I think Aiton's not going to be popular, and he might be my favorite player on the slate. Embiid at 6'5". He will be chalky for good reason. 6'5 is just not enough for – or 8'5 is just not enough for Joel Embiid. Uh, John Collins, I don't have a lot of interest in. You mentioned Tatum. I think Ben Simmons is really interesting against the team that lacks a lot of rim protection. I mean, I look at this range, Tony, and I say there are a lot of guys here I'm interested in, but as you were saying earlier, you're going to have to maybe not play a few. Is there anybody in this kind of 8K range that you say I don't have a lot of interest in? I mean, just because you have to fade, I think I'm going to fade Embiid for sure. I, I think he's too cheap, but there's a ton of guys that are too cheap on this slate, and you really can't. If you're playing Harden, you can't play too many of these guys in this range. Like, I think Embiid is a good play, sure. If he was on a different slate, or if Harden wasn't on this slate, I would love Embiid. But I just can't make it work, and he's been so bad at times that – I just don't – like, what do we got for his ownership here? Like, Indeed, it's about 25%. Yeah, so, I mean, right now on DK, uh, this might not be completely refreshed, but you got Harden at 30 – how can Harden only be 32, first of all? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be higher and higher. You know, this is one of those things where, like, you go in that $4 contest that they have on DraftKings, he might be 35%. Like, that's just crazy. That shows you why the value – so, the guy that – the guy that whoever said that earlier where the, the high stakes is easier, it's easier to win first place for sure, but – to profit and make money, if you get Harden at 32% and you can play a $4 tra- – that's why I like that 20 max tournament they always have. Yeah. Pop 20 teams in there, get Harden for 30%, play him 100%, and just profit. Yeah. <laughs> and just make money off hey, it. Harden is not going to kill you tonight. Maybe he doesn't have the uh, – you know, the maybe he's not in the optimal, but if the dude goes for 75, there's a really good chance that – He's going to be crushing it for you. He's going to he be can easily league. not be in the optimal, like you said. Like, there's a real good chance he gets even 70, and he's not in the optimal just because this 8K range gets five guys that go off. But even if he gets you 70 and he's not in the optimal, you can still make some money tonight, which is the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can profit, of course. And you mentioned Tatum, Harden. We like those guys. A guy like Porzingis was just ruled in, by the way, at 8.8K against Washington. I mean – it wouldn't surprise me if Porzingis went a little lower on than he probably should tonight. Would that surprise you? Because, yeah. I, I mean, again, million good plays tonight. Porzingis, we got a big man against Washington with no Luka in there. Yeah, it seems expensive for him, but it wouldn't shock me if he went for 55. Like, is Zinger a guy that you're interested in tonight? Yeah, and he's been just amazing since since uh, Luka went out. So, yeah, he's in this same range where 
it's just going to be hard to play a bunch of these guys. And it's against Washington. There's just no there's no resistance for him. He's another one that I think I'm probably going to fade for the most part. But it's just because, of, like we said, I'm playing Harden and Tatum, which are two of the chalky plays for sure. But you just can't play them all. And I, I kind of like some of the other guys. Like Aiton, I'd much rather play Aiton for oh. Oh, I love Aiden. Then so Porzingis. Much. I mean, again, they're both great plays. This is what makes it tough at times because you got to choose between. Yeah. I mean, you could probably play – if you didn't play Harden, you could play three or four of these guys. If you play Harden, you're really only going to be able to play two of them. So. Yeah, that's my biggest problem because I'm I, – like I don't have Harden in my lineup right now. And it just feels wrong, but I'm, you know, trying to hit lightning in the bottle. I'm not multi-entering tonight or anything. I do think there's more upside playing the 8K range for sure because – you they can have everybody go for 60. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, Harden, Harden could theoretically get like 100, but the chances that Harden's probably going to get like between 70 and 80 if I had to guess. Yeah, and then you're going to feel pretty bad if that happens and you don't have it. Guys, before we uh, go any further, I want to remind you guys, click the like button, click the subscribe button over on YouTube, and we got a special treat for you guys. If we get 250 likes, you're going to get projected ownership in lineup HQ for free tomorrow. Now, I have done you a disservice. Because I should have said this 20 minutes ago, and I want to give my sincerest apologies to you out there. But you can make up for it because I know you're good like that. I know you're watching this show saying, boy, big T, look how good looking that guy is. Tony, two snaps, getting it done. I'm here as well. But <laughs> click that, you know, click that like button. If we get to 250, you're going to get projected ownership tomorrow for free. And I'm going to tell you something. Oh, that's tonight? You get it tonight for free? Hurry up! You need it tonight because with all these great plays on the slate, yeah, you're going to need that projected ownership. Tony, when I look at the projected ownership, I find it really interesting. And this is why it's so great what Roto-Grinders does because we get that up-to-date information. And when it's up-to-date, it's really important because I don't know about you, but when I do my multi-entering, right, I go to build rules and I'll set, you know, minimum total ownership. I don't worry about it too much because I keep my range of outcomes pretty low. But what I will do is a little trick, and I, I, I can't pretend that I came up with this on my own. I want to give props to Osmo who taught me this. Um, I find out what the optimal build is going to be on Roto Grinders. Like right here, I'm just going to click optimize. All right, it's going to give you an optimal build. You figure out the ownership of those guys, and that optimal is going to change. So don't you all go over there and be like, oh, we get through optimal. Guys, we got news, more, more news coming, so make sure you stay tuned. But I click that, I check out what the projected ownership is going to be, and then I slash it to about 80 to 85% of that projected ownership. And that's one of the ways you can get contrarian without getting stupid. So that projected ownership, as far as I'm concerned when building lineups, it is just as important as the Roto-Grinders projections, which have been absolutely phenomenal this year. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. Click the like button, 250 of them. You're going to get that projected ownership for free tonight, and that is – Really, really important when it comes to building your lineup. So, also, new Sharpside Street Contest. Tony, what's your streak up to? I'm at one. I think it was it was last week, too, before the party when I picked my one. I think it was on our show we did. And I got – yeah, I'm going to get two tonight, though, with my Houston team. All right, so you've got Houston. I'm te- I'm all about the props, and that stinks because my last, uh, my last Sharpside pick, I lost. So, my streak is at zero. It's fair. I got up to four, man. Who are we going with f- tonight? What's our – I took – well, I took the under. I took the under, like I, like such a wimp, on Devin Booker points. Oof. I'm not, ta- I'm not taking the over on 29.5 points, man. 29.5 is a huge number. And with Ricky Rubio's there, 
look, DeAndre Ayton's going to just go bonkers tonight. Like, absolutely freaking nuts. I think the whole offense is going to I'm work. a little worried. I, I'm not as I, – I, like, I love Ayton. I'm probably going to have him on my – I'm a little – I think he can go either way, though. I think he's either going to smash or I think he's going to get run off the court. Dude, I'm if, still mad last night about Dwight. This so the Lakers. Teams are going to have to adjust the, to this. Yes. You can't just play small with them. You got to you got to meet meet them back with some bigs and learn how to play, which will happen in the playoffs. But Houston just ran Dwight and Javale off the court. I worry a little bit about Aiton tonight because teams Aiton, haven't. Yeah, but Aiton's athletic enough to where I'm not worried about him getting run off the court. I mean, Dwight is just as athletic as Aiton. Yeah, but Dwight's like a hundred. He's a hundred years old. Like, come on. I'm not saying I don't like him. I do like him. I, <laughs> I just I'm a little worried. I'm a little until we see this play out for a little bit. I'm a little. I'm nervous about it. I, I like him though. I'm not uh, saying I don't. Look at the, the chat. Fade Aiton. He has a tough matchup. He's going against somebody Tony's height, and that's great at the Roto Grinders basketball game. Like literally, he's Tony's height. That's great at the Roto Grinders basketball game in the <laughs> NBA. Like that ain't gonna get it done. Like I, yeah, you mean there's a difference in talent out there? Just a little bit as good as uh, <laughs> as good as your boy was over here. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Also, FanDuel single entry series is going off. It tips off on February 3rd, which has been going on for a few days. Join the contest in the FanDuel lobby in your lineup, and you're going to get a chance to win the grand prize if you do that. And, of course, the grand prize, you know how it is. We rock over here at Roto-Grinders. And, of course, Roto-Grinders badge promo. I can't believe I have to say this name. Tony, have you looked at these names today? I heard you talking about them. In All the right, show. so to the Roto-Grinders badge, Twick 15, welcome. JCB 1976. And Baldo Fart. Whatever. Although I did like, like D Train said it might be Ball of Art. I like Baldo Fart. I do too. It's Baldo Fart. That's how we're going. That's unbelievable. I can't believe I just said There are some things that you just don't think you're going to have to say, and you have to say it. So congratulations, Baldo Fart, for rocking the Roto Crider's patch, I will now. Uh, you know, look for a new line of work. <laughs> yeah. Like we were talking about the things, too, to start this show, not yeah. to get back off track. But <laughs> one of my favorite things people say is that we talk about people or someone else talks about people just to get them, to get them off or talk down on people to where they won't play them. Or, Literally. That is the happened. most hilarious thing of all time. Like, we can impact ownership at all. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. Like, guess what, guys? I don't have that much sway. Like, it's, I appreciate you guys thinking that. Like, I'm right not. now, if I said I love like Isaac Bonga tonight, like, oh, I'm going in all in on him, Isaac Bonga. <laughs> he's gonna still be one percent owned. Like, yeah. we're we're not swinging anything here. And, but and I just want to say we're not going all in on Isaac. Yeah, Bonga. that was just a name. Don't yeah. don't yeah. clip yeah. that cut yeah. out. I mean, like, even man. here, like until he goes off, then and then use it. Dude, like, I'm not playing Isaac Bonga. That would be Isaac Ronga. Like, just don't do it. Uh, we had a question in the chat talking about Reggie Jackson revenge. He's going to be really chalky tonight. And he's just not expensive enough. I mean, no Derrick Rose, of course, for Detroit. No Andre Drummond since he got shipped. Can you believe how I – I know, like, Devin's just sitting there. Are they ever going to talk about the slate? But can you believe how little they got for Drummond? I'm still stunned, honestly. I, I mean – we talked about it on XM a lot yesterday. I like Drummond, but, man, it's a lot of money for a guy that sucks. Yeah, he very clearly, like, we make fun of him. Like, He's great fantasy-wise. Like, we're, we're, yeah. we live in the DFS world. If he plays a bunch of minutes, he's going to crush all the time. But as far as winning basketball, whew, he's not good. <laughs> 
<laughs> and by the way, chat, nobody affects ownership 10 to 15%, even people that I like personally. I mean, All right. It would literally have to be like someone like Osimo, though, like the top player. Like maybe if Osimo just did no. some play all day. I, he can maybe impact at 10 to 15. Zero chance. I don't – like, I think 3% is the top. That's – the point being, though, if someone like that can't, like, yeah. Fast Eddie. Nothing against Fast Eddie, but – We love Eddie. He isn't swinging he, no ownership 10 yeah. to 15%. Yeah, that's just crazy. And Eddie will tell you that, too. All right. Let's talk about some of our favorite point guards on this slate. We already talked about Harden. Damian Lillard against Utah. The matchup, not as bad as you would think. Utah's been giving up some points lately. Lillard's come back down to earth a little bit lately. He did 39.5 against Denver, 43 against San Antonio. Are we playing Lillard or is the rush over? So this is where it gets hard. We said it all along where he was in the zone. We, we, this is more for baseball where we talk about these hot streaks a lot, but it works in basketball too with runs like this. He was in a run and he was just going off, and we kept saying we're going to play him, play him, play him until it stops. The hard part is when to get off. I just have to get off. I mean, on a night where there's all these great 8K plays, he's still expensive. I mean, what what is he on DK? He's 9-9 over on DK. FanDuel, yeah. he's priced at, uh, I mean, guess at yeah, 9-4. On. Yeah, like I, I can't do it either. Like, and I like Harden. You know, could he go for 80? Yeah, absolutely. There are a million guys that could go for 80, though, right now. And it's just not something I'm going to do. I think a lot of the chalky point guard – are going to be around this mid-range. Guys like Ricky Rubio, Goran Dragic, and that's, of course, that's because Jimmy Butler is out. Um, you know, some of these other guys, Kendrick Nunn is going to see a ton of ownership in Sacramento. I actually like Nunn quite a bit. But this is a slate where you can pay up a point guard to be contrarian. Everybody's going to be playing these Boston guys, and if Atlanta keeps it close, it's likely to be on the shoulders of Trey Young. I don't think I'm going to get to Trey today, but at 9-7, I don't mind that upside. Is there anybody else at point guard that you're kind of looking at? Because I don't see a lot that I'm in love with, which is weird on a slate where there are a lot of phenomenal options across the board. Yeah, point guard, it's one of those that I don't think is as great, which is weird because there's a lot of – I mean, there's a lot of good plays. I mean, people are going to play Reggie Jackson a ton – People are going to play guys like – I mean, Miami's an interesting situation tonight just because they're kind of they're kind of tinkering around with things here, and they don't – so who, who how many guys do they even have that are going to play a bunch of minutes tonight? Here, I'm pulling up Miami right now because, I mean, we've got Kendrick Nunn. We've got Goran Dragic, Bam Adebayo, Kelly Olynyk. I've heard some people talk about Kelly Olynyk today. I'm not going to be one of them. Derek Jones coming off the big-time game. Duncan Robinson will see some minutes. They'll likely be empty, though. So, I mean, there are like – you know, seven guys that are going to play significant minutes for Miami. DJJ has been amazing, too. Like, he, he's been so good. Well, I made fun of one of my buddies last game. He was he was really talking him up, and I said, you're going to talk this guy. He was like 3,900 or something, though. It just went off again. He's looked really good. They just don't – I mean, when you're when you're giving minutes to Silva and KZ, <laughs> Paula, and all, all these dudes, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent loved the chuck, too, by the way, but – they only got. I swear, I've never heard of Gabe Vincent in my life. <laughs> he loves the chuck. That's like he, not. He's not a real person. That's just he, somebody that they he's made. a real person. When you see him shoot the ball like ten <laughs> times in his ten minutes on the court, but yeah, I don't. I don't know about point guard though. Is definitely one of the harder positions for me. And yeah, that's what I'm going to look to save there. I think where you got a guy like Melton on. He's super cheap on. He's on good the too. Like, Austin Rivers has to play a bunch of minutes with with uh, Westbrook out. 
Wanamaker, even though he's terrible, he has to play. Like, I'm looking to save here. I'm definitely looking to save. Like, let's take a look at Brad Wanamaker because we've had a few Wanamaker chalk nights, and I don't think they've ever worked out. The other night, he was not chalk against Atlanta. And, of course, hey, look, he went off. He's been a lot better. Like, I'll be careful saying this. He he has been better. He can't be worse. Like, he was freaking awful earlier in the year. But the match against Atlanta, I think it's reasonable. And, of course, I don't think he is immune – to getting some blowout minutes, even though he's going to likely play a lot of minutes with the first unit. So I think Wanamaker is interesting. And, you know, we're seeing projected ownership at 4% here, whereas you can look at a guy like Melton. If we're down here way in the cheap range, uh, Wanamaker, he's 3.9. You look at DeAnthony Melton. Where is he? Where did DeAnthony Melton go? He's up here a little bit. Yeah, he's going to be 4% too. Kendrick Nunn is going to be the chalk here. And I understand why more people like Kendrick Nunn. He's going to pop more in projections. But like you said, Tony, like, there's some variance in these projections, man. So if Kendrick Nunn's going to be, you know, 30% owned, why not spend 200 bucks more and play DeAnthony Melton? Like, why not, honestly, in tournaments? And there's going to be a huge difference between the sites, too. We should say that where the pricing is just very different. Like, there's there's a bunch of guys. Like, Wanamaker, even. He's 3-9 on FanDuel. He's, what did we just say, 4-6 or something on DK? Where yeah, four six, he's up there. Like it's, it's, a, it's, it's I'm not it's paying a lot six. harder to play him at four six than it is to play him at three nine. <laughs> so I mean, that just shows you you can't get lazy with the same plays on both sides because it's just a completely different play. I mean, Wanamaker at four six is super thin. Wanamaker at three nine on Fanduel, where you have to play two point guards and you can save, is a lot better play. And yeah. same with Melton though, like Melton's forty eight on Fanduel. And he's similar price on DK. No, three, three DK is three seven. Oh, so he is way. I was. That's what I was. Yeah. yeah so the same difference then. Four eight on Fanduel, three seven on DK. Like, it's just a world of difference. So, you just got to look at the pricing and not just play guys because you like them. Like, if we say we like Melton, that doesn't mean we like him on both sides for the most case. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't like him for four eight near as much especially when you can play Wanamaker. Like, you can almost flip-flop it, right? Play Wanamaker on Fandle. Sure. Yeah. And, like, if you're fading, like – I mean, let's talk about this Miami guys because we're getting a ton of questions in the chat about guys like Kendrick Nunn, about guys like Goran Dragic. Are you willing to – Yeah, I mean, it's tough not to like them, and they're all priced pretty far down. We mentioned Dragic. He's somebody that, especially over on DraftKings, is going to be really popular. I'm seeing 28%. How much is he on DK? 5'3". And he's going to play, you know, I mean, on both. yeah, and he's, you know, projected to play 32 minutes. I don't know. Almost if gonna, to. I, well, that's my problem. Like, are they really going to run Goran Dragic out there for, I'm trying to find a single game where he's played 32 minutes. We've got a few 31s here. I don't know if I can give him 32, but even, you know, if he plays 30, like at that yeah. price tag with his production, I think you're still looking at over 30 points in this match between Sacramento We've been attacking Sacramento with guards all season. So yeah. I'm perfectly fine with Dragic tonight. I'm fine with Kendrick Nunn tonight. They just, just literally don't have guards. Like Nunn, yeah. Dragic, and my boy Vincent. Like they don't have any other – Duncan Robinson's not a ball handler. He, he can shoot, but he's not going to handle it all. He's like a poor man's Kyle Korver, and that's not yeah, a good thing. Like, like, yeah, 
He's like Kyle Corver's son. Yeah, <laughs> little Kyle, little Kyle. I mean, um, these guys have to be good plays. It's tough not to be. Yeah, I mean, they're fine plays. Like, what about the big men, like a Bam Adebayo? Because people aren't going to play him despite the matchup with Bealitz or Deadman in the, on the – not Deadman, but Bealitz is going to be on the inside. They have nobody to guard Bam Adebayo. Meanwhile, I don't expect him to be popular at all at 8-2. Like, I'm telling you, man, that 8K range, is just freaking loaded. And the center position, especially on DraftKings, is especially loaded. Let's, like, just take a look at some of these centers. Because, you know, Thonmaker, I understand some people. I'm not playing Thonmaker. Really quick. How many – Tony, we're not going to fall to the, into the Thonmaker trap again, right? So this is what – me and you no. always have this discussion. No. He's 3K, though. Like, I, so I'll, I'll use it. One of the smartest people we know, B.A., Brandon Adams, Maybe this was like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. I don't remember when it was, but there was a night where Drummond sat at the last second. Everyone played Wood. Same situation as tonight, except now Drummond's gone for good. B.A. played him on like every high-stakes team, like 100%, Thon Maker. And everyone laughed at him. And then this dude goes and gets like 30 or something. Yeah, I'm looking at the game logs right now. I mean, he get the night. He had a big game. Yeah, he's had three big games in his last 10 or so, 24, 26, and 30. And he's 3K. Like, you have to consider him. On a hardened night, he's terrible. Don't get me wrong, but he's 3K. I mean, and they do need the bodies. And, 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 and like, Detroit has to just be tanking now, right? Like, no – not that they <laughs> weren't tanking. I think so. I mean, they, they definitely – if you ever trade away – we don't like Drummond. Drummond's not good NBA-wise. But if you literally just give him away – that means you're going to start tanking. At least you should be. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is you bring up just, you know, what Brandon did. And, like, anytime Brandon Adams is doing something a lot, in general, it's a really good idea to do the same thing. And everyone was making fun of him, too. Like, I seen a guy, oh, how did he play all the time? And this was before he crushed, too. And then sure enough, there Well, yeah, of course crushing. it was before he crushed it. After he crushed, everybody would said, yeah, I love Thonmaker, too, but I didn't have the money to put in 100 yeah. lineups. You know how that goes. Um, but you know, He this- had him on, like, every team, too. It wasn't like a token play. Like, he had him on, like, 90% of his teams or that's, something. Hey, that's why B.A. is the GOAT, man. That's just how it is. And, you know, against OKC, Nerlens Noel and Steven Adams. Steven Adams has just been a shell of his former self. Like, I'm not, I'm not touching Steven Adams. But, like, you're going to see a lot of these really good center plays. Ennis Cantor somebody. We should ch- talk about a chalky Ennis Cantor because at 4.4K against Atlanta, 25 minutes, he's going to be really difficult for me to fade, even at 45% ownership. The bigger issue with him is the position it takes up. You know, because if he was a forward where I could just plug him in anywhere, I'd be thrilled. But center positions are valuable, man. You can only get one on FanDuel. You can only get two over on DraftKings. FanDuel, he has the top projected point per dollar you know, projection as well. But, like, I don't know, man. What are we doing with Cantor? Yeah, it's just the same the same situation we're going to keep talking about on this slate. But he's probably the best point-per-dollar play on the slate. He's going to be the highest-owned guy on the slate. I think he'll be even higher-owned than Harden for the – maybe not in, like, the super high stakes where everyone's just going to play Harden. No, I, I think he's going to be the highest-owned guy on the slate. Point being, yeah, he's got to be – I mean, he's the best point-per-dollar play for sure. I mean, he's 4,700 on FanDuel, 44 or something on DK. They don't have bodies tonight. They're going against Atlanta. He's a great play. It just comes down to your roster construction. Like on FanDuel, for example, if you wanted to play – first of all, I like Thon. Another example of, of the pricing we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Thon Maker, 4,200 on FanDuel where you only play one center – 
he's 3K or whatever, real close. If he's not 3K, 3,100 or whatever it is on DK. And he's not where you can play more than one center. It's just a completely different world. So don't play Thon on, on FanDuel. Oh, they got P.J. Tucker at center now, too, that quick. Yeah, they, they FanDuel's on it now. <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's going to be center. But I, for me on FanDuel, it's just – it's really hard not, not to play Cantor. I know yeah. he's going to be the highest owned. So, I mean, people are asking how I can be different because I said to play Harden, Tatum, and now Cantor, the three highest owned guys. We'll find we'll find a low owned guy somewhere. You only need one or two low owned guys to be different. Yeah. Well, that's well, kind of, not to play Canner. Like, I mean, what worse? Can, I guess he can get in foul trouble, but but outside of foul trouble, like he's gonna he's gonna crush. Yeah, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys throwing this up in the chat too. Click that like button. You get to two hundred fifty. You get projected ownership for free tonight. And on a slate like this, where there's going to be a lot of moving parts, especially closer to lock, you're going to need it because it's going to be huge when it comes to building your lineups. You know, we talked about ways to get different. I mentioned DeAndre Ayton is one of my favorite plays. I I was really surprised that he's not going to be popular. And, you know, again, I'm not concerned about a guy that's Tony size guarding him. Another guy I think you can get a little bit contrarian with, and I'm seeing him listed at 14% right now, is John Collins. Because if we're playing these Boston guys, we want the game to stay close. John Collins, and this is a really good point by somebody over there in um, – in chat, he says, "How bad of a defensive center is Ennis Cantor? He has been the worst defensive center in basketball for years. He was so bad, Tony. Do you remember this when Billy Donovan in the playoffs? He got caught on the uh, on camera looking at an assistant coach and saying, can't play Cantor because he was just getting torn up so bad in the playoffs.' Well, John Collins, without Clint Capella there, yet he's going to be playing center for Atlanta tonight. He's going to be matched with Ennis Cantor quite a bit. How do you feel about Collins as kind of a pivot?" at the power forward position, because nobody's going to go there, projected 14%. And to me, he's got a ton of upside in what could be a phenomenal matchup. Yeah, you bring a, you bring up great points, too, because Canner, we talked about it in the Houston game, but I'm not, I wouldn't be totally shocked if Canner gets run off the court in this game. Like, Collins no. should just eat canner up like just destroy him and and canner should eat him up too i mean they should go back and forth canner's always been able to score on anybody he just can't defend anybody so how I, many points do you think you would score on canner i mean he, he's too he's too tall so i probably wouldn't score many but i mean if we were the same size i would definitely score on yeah but you're not that's like that's i mean like, that dude's like, you, seven sound like foot. you sound like me every day of my life yeah if i was six foot six i could play in the nba like i that's, that's actually, the most common thing for everyone to say yeah like. by the way that's jsu if you're watching jsu jsu 100 percent believes he'd be in the nba if he was six six but uh get off his court anyways yeah like collins is one of those guys where he's going to be playing center tonight against a banged up front court like I like Are we sure he's going to play center, though, is the question. Because they got Deadman now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess they do have Deadman. I forgot about that. And they do have um, – I just – it's stuck in my head because I watched the, I, I watched too much Atlanta just because we, we, we're DFS guys. I always play Trey. You're the only one who watches too much Atlanta. And the, the announcers, though, made a point to say John Collins doesn't want to play the five like he just doesn't want to. What, is he Tim Duncan now? Remember Duncan <laughs> would always complain about that? Like, Yeah, I, I don't know why he doesn't want to. You would think he'd want to be matched up with a guy like Canner, but – they clearly said it, and then they traded for Deadman, and they traded for Capella. Yeah. So they clearly they, – they understand what – he doesn't want to play the five, so they got two fives to go with him. Capella's not playing tonight, obviously, but Deadman – I mean, Deadman's going to play. I don't think Deadman's playing tonight. 
He's he's projected on him. Oh, is he projected? They out? say he's out. I thought somebody in chat did, but uh, here we it gotta, could be. I mean, I could easily be wrong. Somebody in chat let us know. Yeah. Either way, I like Collins though. Like Collins, he's just a stud, man, and he's going to be low owned. He's one of these guys that he could easily break. And I see this dude in the chat that says Deadman. Yeah. And by the way, it's not like that. Well, if Deadman's in, you will never see you know Collins match up with Cantor. That's not how the NBA works. You know, it's not like man to man like we were playing. You know, they actually switch and everything. So to me, even if he's uh, not in, yeah. Guys, we are halfway to our goal of 250. We have 138 lights. Click on that like button. You're going to get. I, I see Deadman projected. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but. Yeah, by the way, I mean, we've got another guy that says Deadman is not playing. He's probably not. I mean, it, I'm it, definitely. It is, it is Poker Pro Eric. Remember him? He's always oh, coming. He's always in there talking. Yeah, stuff. he's always trolling us forever. But yeah, I mean, if Deadman misses, like John Collins is going to have to play some five. I trust these projections, and I mean, the dude is projected in there. So until I see something that says he's out, I'm going to assume he's in there. Well, here right now we've got him listed as questionable in the um, yeah in the situation room. So honestly, guys, if I'm I'm hearing two guys say uh, in the chat that he's out, I'm going to hope he's out because if he's out, thirty game though. I mean. We'll, We'll know. We'll know. All right. We'll be okay. I'm playing some Collins. I actually really like that Collins call. I think that's I think that's really interesting in tournaments. Who are some of these other low-owned guys? Like, you know, if you want to find some low-owned gym, you're on Roto-Grinders lineup HQ, just click that little points per dollar button, and you can kind of look. This is why very important to have the ownership right here next to you because you can kind of see who these guys that are going to be lower-owned. Guys like Thon McCur, I believe is how it's pronounced. I don't know. I'm calling him Thon Maker. I don't care. Our boy Josh Jackson. Yeah, I know Tony's into that. I'm not playing. I don't – like, what do you think about Ricky Rubio? Like, he projects really well. He's not going to be popular. I I don't know. I just don't play Rubio enough. Maybe that's been an issue because he has been crushing a lot this year. Like, what do you think about a guy like Ricky Rubio? I don't ever play him either. And he, he's, he's projected – I mean, he's – 13% on DK right now. I don't know. I just don't play Rubio. Some guys we just don't play. Yeah. He's one uh, of them for me. Yeah, yeah me too. Dwayne Dedman is out. Um, Did it's, you say that? Yeah, yeah. We've got another guy talking, so I'm just going to assume. Yeah, it has been announced, says Poker Pro. It, it makes me like it makes me like uh, Canner a little bit less, as crazy as it se- sounds, because – Look at Poker Pro Eric calling me out. Said I'm looking at the wrong projections. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah I, mean, <laughs> I mean, so I don't know. Like, I don't like Canner as much. I, I do worry about him getting run off the court, and he's 50% projected basically. I think you can fade him on Fanduel. Like, yeah, I'm, like where you can only spot. where you can only play one center. I mean, what's Look, Canner has to – what's the number he has to put up for you just to have to have him at that price tag on FanDuel? Like 33 or so, 35? Yeah, I mean, if he's in the 30s, I definitely – like if you told me right now he'd score in the 30s, I, I think I would have to play him. Just It's nice to just lock that in, nice easy price. But, I mean, it's not going to end your night if he gets 30. He's going to need like 40 almost to completely end your night. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. In like in the center position – the upside with all these guys is just through the roof. Hassan Whiteside is questionable now, by the way. If he misses, Rudy Gobert could just freaking eat. And I know that the Jazz have been terrible, 
But Rudy Gobert, he projects well. He's going to be low owned. Oh, under not, he, he got baptized the other night by my boy Jokic. Just I mean, so what? So what? Like, he's going to come back. Who's who's Portland going to play? Who's going to play center uh, white sides out? He had to, like, struggle to look in the mirror that night. When he went home, he had to. it had to be a tough night for him. Yeah. By the way, remind you guys, appreciate this CeeLo King. I want to thank you guys for clicking the like button. Keep clicking it, though, because you get to 250. You're going to get projected ownership. <laughs> free for tonight and you got to have that of course because that projected ownership is important you know we talk about these upside centers i've already mentioned deandre ayton i love him tonight like the dude might play 40 minutes against houston and he's gonna do I it think it's going one of two ways for sure i think he's gonna get you like 60 or he's gonna get you like 30 all right we got a question about john collins would you go to him instead of bam or tatum i would go to collins instead of bam i would not go to him instead of tatum would you agree Yes, I definitely agree with that. All right. Uh, thoughts on Reggie Jackson tonight? We touched on him top of the show. For those of you just joining us, we talked about some of our favorite point guards, and it's tough not to like Reggie Jackson. It's um, <laughs> I will say I want to – I've had this in my head forever, and it's it's just been the truth. I used to say that Chris Paul, he very rarely, like, goes out of his way to make sure a point guard doesn't beat him. But the guys that used to back him up, he does like to make his, uh, you know what? Now, Reggie Jackson did not used to back up Chris Paul, but he did used to be in OKC. And it would not shock me if Chris Paul like went through this, you're not beating me, Reggie Jackson, I'm going to actually try on defense tonight. Because let's face it, Chris Paul's mailing in a few, uh, a few games lately. But I don't know. Like Reggie Jackson, from a projection standpoint, of course, he's a great play. I kind of think Chris Paul might try and just crush him tonight. So I might not play Reggie Jackson. But, uh, I don't know. Chris what do you- Paul, man. OKC and Chris Paul have had an incredible season. Like, they got to be one of the most shocking teams of the year, really, with, with how good they've played. And Chris Paul's the reason. I mean, when this dude wants to play, I don't care what anyone says. This when dude is a hooper. To. Yeah, when he wants to. It's For just- sure. And like- I don't know. He's kind of motivated this year. Reggie Jackson isn't that cheap is one of the reasons I don't like him, too. This game – I'd be stunned if this game doesn't blow out. I mean, I know we're not supposed to project blowouts, but OKC matches up. They got Shea who can defend, CP3 who can defend him. I don't know, man. This game looks clearly like a blowout to me. I don't like Reggie, but that being said, he's going to be popular. These are the type of plays I think you need to, to get off of a little bit. I mean, you can't play all the chalk. He's going to be one of the more popular guys. I mean, he's projected the, the, the best point-per-dollar play or one of them here at point guard. I think I'm fading him, but it's just because I don't love the spot all that much. Yeah, like I said, I think Chris Paul really might go into FU mode tonight, and uh, Reggie Jackson might not be able to get there. Once again, guys, we are getting closer with the likes, so click them. 250 projected ownership for free tonight. and. Guys, you got to do that. It's free. It doesn't cost you a thing. You just got to use that trigger finger, click the like button, and uh, we really appreciate it. It helps us out over here on Roto Grinders. One guy I do like if you're spinning up is Ben Simmons. He doesn't project all that well, but I like him against teams with no rim protection. I got to give the shout out to Mangone, who I was talking to earlier, who was uh, reminding me of this. Simmons at 8-8. I'm seeing 21% on. It feels like he might be a little less than that just because there are other guys in that price range that people are going to go to. What do you think about Simmons tonight? Yet another guy in the 8K range. He's 8K on DK. It's so strong, man. Yeah, so strong. There's so many. And you said it perfectly. No rim protection. Up and pace Memphis team. Uh, It's a he's a great play. And just yet another guy in the 8K range that 
is just phenomenal. I mean, 8K on DK is just off the charts good price. There's so many good plays in, in that That's range. why I think you can fade Harden. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely fade him. I just don't think I'm going to. Oh, man, I just I, – I get it. Like, he's the – It's going to be – you know how much torture it's going to be? What I know. <laughs> what time is this Houston game? 9 o'clock Eastern. Oh, no, so I'm going to be winning the money early, and then it's just going to go pew, and then it's going to – I just – it's tough for me to fade a guy that his floor is in the 60s. Like, all these other guys, basically every other guy on this slate could at least bust. Like, there's some scenario. Like, Ben Simmons easily could bust and get you 30. I love him. He's a good play. Harden, though, like, when you got a guaranteed 60s with an upside 100, it's just tough. I mean, he's only 30% projected right now, too. Like, oh, it's hard to not play. I mean, is that an old baby doll? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I mean, it doesn't even feel – it feels too easy to use the old baby doll. (laughs) Um, Thoughts on pairing Dunn and Drogic on FanDuel? I have no problem with that at all. Do you? I mean, these Miami guys, we talked about it when we were going through them, but they don't have guards. Seriously, you look at their guards, we named them, but Dragic, none. And Gabe Vincent, not not a real person. Uh, it's not a real no, person. I, I seriously, they don't have guards. He just played – how many minutes did he play the other day? He played – 17 minutes. He I went, don't know. It's Gabe Vincent. He like, went three for 11. It's not a real person. These are the plays that are going to get me over the hump tonight. Gabe Vincent, okay. people. Are you really playing Gabe? I thought you were just throwing he that out there. He shot the ball like, 11 times, and they have there's no guards. We don't even have a picture of him. Uh, that's good. No one's going to play him with me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm seriously seeing- using him. He, you will see Gabe Vincent on my main team tonight, whoever's watching this show. <laughs> On FanDuel or $500 tournament or whatever that tournament is, <laughs> all, all my single entries, you will see Gabe Vincent, baby, 3K. You are not playing here. You might, I don't know about uh, on FanDuel, but on DK at 3K, I'm definitely playing him. You know, one guy we should talk about that we haven't really touched on is Christian Wood because without Andre Drummond there, obviously Wood is going to have to eat up more minutes. I'm surprised we're, he's not – oh, he's, are you kidding? FanDuel priced Christian Wood up to 7-3. All right. And, it's all going to come down to minutes with him. If Like, what do we think he gets here? I mean, what? I think 28. Like, we've got him at 30 right now. 30 seems a bit high to me. But at 28, I mean, he still gets there at 28 against, you know, okay, you know, the matchup's not great. But, like, we've seen when the dude gets minutes, he crushes. And maybe I'm just being dumb because look at the last few games, 32 and 34 minutes. So, I'm I making what a priority. in the 30s. They're trying to – they got rid of Drummond. How can he not get in the 30s? I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm just playing him. I'm playing – like, he's one of the first guys in my lineup. That's why I wanted to make sure that – He should I'm be somewhat low-owned, too, on Fandle where he's 73, and you got Tatum, who's one of the best plays on the slate. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I know, I know. Just don't play him on Fandle. Do not pay 7-3 for Christian Williams. It is tough. Yeah, like – But what about, what about the world where he gets, like, 36 minutes? I mean, they're not they've treated him with kid gloves forever. He's not getting. They haven't liked him for some reason, and I've never understood it. Like when he gets in there, he looks good. He must just be terrible on assignments and stuff, like pick and roll coverage and all the little stuff. He must just suck at it because <laughs> you look at his skills; he's so good. Yeah. Uh, question: Aiton or Porzingis? That's a- that's a I tough mean, that's one. We, that's literally what we talked about yeah. earlier in the show. They're the yeah. same price. They're the same basic play. 
you just got to choose. I mean, it, I, I think we both kind of like Aiton more, but it's literally a coin flip. Like, yeah. They're the same play, basically. Yep. Is Chris Clemens worth the shot with Westbrook out and Rivers having an illness? I, they want to play small. Let me see here. No. I'm not playing Chris Clemens. That's not – He's not, there are way too many good plays to play Chris Clemens tonight. He's man. not even – he's not projecting yeah. any minutes. Oh, that's small. not good. Yeah. Um, is Sioka Duboya, is he in play for you over on, on Detroit? Yeah, I mean, he's cheap. The same thing. We got – these Detroit guys are in play just because of the pricing. Like, well, let's, let's talk about these Detroit guys because the matchup, of course, it's not great against Oklahoma City. But, again, they're going to get minutes with no Drummond. There's no, uh, no Derrick Rose tonight. When Derrick Rose is out, I always play Bruce Brown, but I'm not sure I can do it at 4-9. I like him when he was 4K. Tony Snell, you know, Sioku Dumboya, like all these, those guys are both under 3.5K. Like, I feel like all these Detroit guys, Thon Maker, we probably haven't talked enough about it because – I'm looking at projected ownership right now. They're all going to be low-owned. They're all cheap. They're all going to get minutes. Like, wh- how many Detroit guys are too many? I I don't like the guards as much as the bigs just because, like we said, they got good guard defense. Besides Schroeder, Schroeder isn't even good at D. But I don't know, like, Thon, Siku, and Wood, the three bigs, they just don't have bigs. It's kind of the, the reverse situation of Miami where they don't have guards. <laughs> I'm looking at the other bigs, like some dude named Lewis King is a – Also a not forward. a real person. Not a real person. Like I never heard of that dude. I mean no. – Hey, we have, a picture, have, we have a picture of him, though. We have a picture of Lewis King. Wood is going to get like 35 minutes. Yeah. They don't have bigs. I'm telling you, you need to play Christian Wood tonight. I'm not fading Christian Wood tonight. You know, it's just um, I, I I question whether I should say this, but give me all the wood. That's how we're going to do it tonight. Big all team. the wood is always good. <laughs> it's never a bad thing. Oh, man. Are we willing to play a little Tony Snell? I, I'm definitely not playing. <laughs> well, hold on. So you're going to play Thon Maker but not Tony Snell? They're not the same position. Snell's They're the same guard. person. They're the same person, yeah, though. They are the same person. Man. I'll <laughs> give you that. I'm not playing Tony Snell. <laughs> there is no Ever, difference. under any circumstance, will I ever play. If it was, if the only two guys on the court were him and Louis King, I'd play Louis King. <laughs> freaking King. You're not playing. Here, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll bet on. I think I still owe you money from uh, our last bet, but you can have Louis King. I'll have Tony Snell. <laughs> so, I don't even know who Louis King is. Yeah, he's not a real person. That's who he is. Any interesting Robert Covington. You know, we've talked a lot about Harden yeah. on Houston, but, um, you know, Covington, he's going to get a pile of minutes tonight. And against Phoenix at 5'7", I kind of like him a lot. It wouldn't shock me at all if he's the se- – he should be the second option tonight for Houston. Like, 5'7", sort of seems too cheap at that price tag. He might even play some center. Who the hell knows what they're going to do. <laughs> but yeah. I kind of – I actually really like Covington tonight, the more I think about it. I love him. Him and Eric Gordon. I mean, Gordon's going to fill – so they got oh, yeah. this new system that we haven't seen much yet. And Eric Gordon's going to be the Westbrook role tonight. Like, we haven't had to see him create, but he's a creator. He can create with the ball. Covington's going to get a bunch of open looks. River's going to get a bunch of open looks. But for sure, I'd say the second option is Gordon just because he can handle a little more than Covington. But Covington's going to get the steals and the blocks, and he's going to get all the other stuff, and he's going to get open looks. I, Houston, I have to play at least one other guy with Harden. I mean, they're going to get so much opportunity in this system. If you're not playing two or three Houston guys, I think you're definitely doing it wrong. 
Uh, we have some questions in the chat. Actually, before we get to the questions, guys, five minutes left. We got about uh, how many likes we have, D Train? Throw it up in the chat. But we got to get moving because we got 212. You guys, come on. 250 likes. You got four minutes. Plus, I'm going to give you like an extra three minutes because I love you guys. Love you guys, chat. That's right. I'm trying to, you know, get back to a, uh, you know, I'm not want to be a heel anymore. So get that like count up to 250. 250 likes. You're going to get ownership for free tonight in lineup HQ. And like Tony and I've been talking about, this is a slate where there's a lot of chalk. If you want to find out how you can differentiate your lineups, you need that projected ownership. It's really important. So click that like button, get it up to 250 and uh, yeah, get some free, you know, that's normally a premium feature. Like, you're not just, you know, we don't just give away the ownership. We got Jamino running behind the computer, just going crazy, you know, hitting the buttons, doing whatever he does. I don't know what he does, but it's genius. So make sure you check out that projected ownership. And the only way to check it out, if you're not a premium member tonight, click that like button over on YouTube, 250. You're going to be getting it for free. We've got a few more minutes. Go ahead and throw those questions up. We got y'all. Is there any interest in a guy like Mikel Bridges over Dorian Finney-Smith? I, I never play Bridges. All right, I don't think the dude's good. DFS, like, I know that there are going to be people who play him tonight. I doubt I'm one of them. Are you playing either of those guys? No, I, there's so many good plays on this slate, and I don't really want to live in that 4,800, 5K range where I never played the, the Finney Smith either. I never play him. Especially like, on slates like this. Like, Do you see his DraftKings so price? Plays. Do you see his DraftKings price? He's, DFS? He's 6K over yeah, on DraftKings. Like, you ain't. No way. Like, I'm sure he'll be the guy that crushes and whenever we make fun of a guy. But, man, 6K. There's so many good plays up top. There's so many good 3K plays. I'm just playing the good guys, and I'll punt with the 3K guys. I'm not going to play the, like, 5K range all that much tonight. Yeah, you're either going way up or way down or living in that 8K. There's so range. many good 3K yeah. plays with the 8K guys and Harden and – I, I'm just – the one thing I'm doing tonight is playing all guys I actually like. Somebody says he's only 6K. He's all the way up to 6K. You ain't playing DFS tonight. You're Dorian Finney-Smith. You're all playing DFS. And luckily for you, you're going to get to do it with projected ownership because we hit it, Tony. That last little push, we got up to 250 likes. So congratulations out I'm there. get 30 likes that quick. That's impressive. Hey, because they – you know, the wood on a uh, Friday night – we get it done, baby. That's how we roll. So, uh, yeah, you're going to get projected ownership for free tonight on Lineup HQ. Congratulations, guys. Like to have you there. Um, any Cantor or Wood, if you can only choose one, do you have a preference? I mean, they're not the same price, but I like Wood more if I, I could like, choose yeah. between I know, right? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cantor is probably a better play just because of the price. I mean, I, I mean, they're not even close to the same price, so we can't. I mean, we can't compare those two. I mean, but somebody asked the question. I'm just the messenger. I, we, I, we, I think we both like wood better on the surface, but yes. Canner's definitely a better value. Yeah. Are you playing Bridges? Like, I'm not playing Mikel Bridges. Not going to do it. Yep. Uh, Fanduel Cash, Covington or Ibaka? Covington for sure for me. Ibaka is not even on my list. All right, Tony. I know you're playing your boy Vincent. Best of luck. Be- I, like, I mean, I, I like some safer 3K. Like, Thon, I think, is a, is a great play, too, for 3K. I'm, I'm going to play, play two 3K guys. Yeah, so. Thon and Tony Snell. Get excited. I'm not playing Tony Snell. We got to <laughs> stop talking about All right. Well, we got our own lineups to build, but make sure you stay tuned. Premium members, good news. You've got Roth, Meansy, and JSU. Coming up next, you got two of my teammates, 
from the basketball game. And, of course, Jay You can't one of your teammates if they don't even play with a sore back. He's the coach. What do you want from me? He's I the mean, coach. come on, Roth. Sore back? Co- hey, coaches get rings. Coaches well, get – not when they don't get titles. He needed to play to get a title. Hey, you got to be honest. Our little ragtag team getting to the title I game. I liked it. I and mean, you hit a big shot versus us. I, I gave you credit on the XM. That's how I roll, man. Hey, the short, fat, white kid, he can shoot. That's all I got to say. We got to get off here, though. Make sure you stay tuned for Crunch Time if you're a premium member. Everybody, congratulations, because we get 250 likes. You're going to get projected ownership for free, so make sure you check out Lineup HQ right now. You're going to be seeing that. We got to get off here, though. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for joining me. Thanks to the D-Train for producing. I'm Eric. We'll catch you all later. Peace. Mm-hmm.